When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right, we are back finally. We've had a long break after the FA Cup quarter-final defeat. We took our time, let it brew. It was like it's been a while now, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels like ages ago. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. So I said like after we got beat that this international break might be like the worst thing for us. Could have done with like a Wednesday game to yeah beat someone and get back on the horse, as people say. Yeah, yeah. I think you look at it both ways. I think on the bus on the way back, we were that, you know, we were saying that that we'd like a midweek game just to get straight back into it. But I think now we've like <clears throat> had this break. I'm, you know, glad for it really. Um, just to kind of so just not not think it over, but like let the. Well, yeah. emotion from it passed yeah, like, I think most people have got over it now haven't they as well reconcent- yeah reconcentrate um, and there's another thing of you know if we'd have beat Sheffield United we'd have got City in semi-finals now that to me although it's like you know how great it would have been to get to Wembley yeah it's a wasted weekend that you know, <laughs> you're just going to get battered yeah. I don't know I mean Worst teams than us have beat City at Wembley, like Wigan in the FA Cup final. Um, Very different city side. I think that the one, a one-off game at Wembley, I think you can beat anyone. It's just, I know what you mean about, but <clears throat> looking at the, it's been announced today, I think 4.45 on Saturday. Yeah. Um, the ticket prices are just absolutely ridiculous. I think it's like, for like the bottom tier, especially, it's 65 quid for behind goal and 85 like towards the sides, towards dig dugout. Yeah. Just like for a one off game, that's absolutely ridiculous. I think the city are, a lot of city fans are not going. Cause they've been that I mean I saw something the other day, they've been like thirteen times in twelve times. They've been twenty like times in the last ten years. Madness. They've won all the League Cups the last four years, so that's four. Like 
how many FA Cups have they won? They've won a few FA Cups, like it's semi final. This will be the third one, won it if they win like, under the ownership. Yeah. Um, so that's six visits there. Community Shield, probably eight times. There's a few of them, yeah. Wembley, so. uh, when they played Spurs in the league, that's another yeah. two journeys. You have it twice at yeah. Spurs. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So like, it's a lot of money. To, and like I think they've got Bayern Munich the week after that away. So the fans that will be travelling to Munich for that game, like what would you rather go to a semi-final at Wembley, which you've been to 20 times against a championship team, or would you rather go to the Allianz Arena to watch like two of the best teams in Europe mm. battle it out in a season champ- where their fancies to win it, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, it would have been a, a great day out for us. But as opposed, we might yet yeah, get another chance. Yeah, still thinking about the positives. Um, Wembley would have been a good day out, as opposed to the terrible day out that is Bramall Lane. And I don't want to sound bitter and salty and horrible, <laughs> but. <coughs> Honestly, I never want to go there again. If we do finish in the playoffs, if they come down into third, they're the team I want to avoid. Just because, one, the away ends crap. Especially, if you, like, obviously, we, this is the first time we've sold that many at Bramall Lane, but even there's only 2,000 of you, you've got the two tiny bars that aren't fit for purpose for a full no, length away end. Sell. No. You've got no away pubs near the ground. You basically get dropped off. On like the main road where all the Sheffield United fans walk but forward and back to their pubs and you can't go anywhere. You have to go into the city centre. So unless you get there an hour, 90 minutes before. Yeah. And you probably have to get on the train as well. Yeah. Um, get there on train because, well, I mean, you, you're probably not going to walk, what, like 20 plus minutes into the city centre and then 20 plus minutes back. Yeah. You know, who's going to have the time to do that? Like, like you killed like 45 minutes yeah. of your day before you um, had a drink. Yeah. So yeah, I wasn't impressed with the. Um... But it was like we, we got there, and that you know we were told that, that is it the cricketers aren't behind the away. Yeah, like, we tried to go in there, and the police were just like, "No, no, it's home fans." I'm like, well, "I'm sure that should be the away." But it's on the corner of the away end, like, yeah. like, like I think on occasions like a quarter final where you got six thousand fans, I think summit has to be put in place for them fans. I'm sure, like if it, if we if played at Ewood. They'd have a fan yeah. zone at Darwin End that would, yeah. that are fit for purpose for all of them. So why, like for for such a, I won't say a big club, but like a club that's been in the Premier League recently, they've had to put up with large away ends in recent years. How how do they cope? Mm. Like because I'm, I'm sure they like four thousand United fans, four thousand City fans, four thousand Newcastle fans. Surely they don't all go into the city centre and then walk back across. Surely they like. <laughs> have to drink somewhere um, yeah it was just disappointing I expected a bit not like to be good horse but I just think for like an FA Cup quarter final you want to make it special for everyone mm. not just your own fans but <clears throat> anyway so we got into the ground there was a lot of this is my seat yeah which I don't <clears throat> I don't really like but <clears throat> for people that don't really go on away days often you get given a ticket, you you think that you should sit in that seat, which is fine. I don't mind it. The, the people next to us got a bit arsy. They were like, this is our seat. And I was like, well, the people next to me are in our seats. wasn't a big deal. But like, so the, like me and Matt were stood where we were stood, and there was five seats from there to the end of the row, and these three people came over and said, these are our seats, you need to move. Mm. I was like... Right, all the people next to me are in our seats. Can you just sit at the end? 
nor these are our seats, you need to effing move. Got a bit like, just arsy for no reason. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's fine, we'll stand at end. And you're like, no, just tell them to move. I said, no, because that's not... One, I knew most of them, it will Wilco and Corey and all them lot. Mm. Two, I'm just not going to do that on an away day because that's just... Like, if, if all their mates have stood together because they probably haven't been able to get tickets together, why should I break them up so, they, so I can sit two seats away from where yeah. I would sit anyway? <laughs> so we ended up just standing at the end of the row. Um, got off to a good start. VAR had to be called in. What did you think of our first... <clears throat> Definite penalty. Yeah. Like, at, at the time, obviously, no one had a bloody clue what was going on because we couldn't see it. No, we couldn't see it from end. Um, which I'm surprised at because how clear of a handball it was. I think most of us were just like, oh my God, that's a massive chance, not that we've spurned, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What did you no think of the whole... I mean, we just didn't know what was going on, did we? No. There, no, there, uh, there was a big screen above us that said... It's, it kind of slowly got around it. Everyone's like <laughs> pointing over at it. Um, yeah, d- definite penalty. And for me, it should have been a record. A red card? It should have been a record. I think it By the definitely should have been a one. yellow. Um, but I think referees, because of VAR, are almost shitting out a bit. Even so, that one. Possibly. That one, I mean, it was on the counter, so I can understand the referee's a bit far back. Can't really tell. I think the linesman should be flagging for it. I think with VAR, you can flag for it and check. I think that's better than not giving it and letting VAR check because then mm. no one knows what's going on. At least if you give the penalty and allowed the check to go on and see if he's guilty or not, then I think that makes more sense than just not giving anything to the fans having no idea what's going on. Yeah. But the one in the United game that evening, the um, the Willian on the line, yeah, that was just the clearest... Willian even pointed at his hand saying, <laughs> it hit my hand. Like, <laughs> like, my hand's in line on my chest, it hit my hand. And like the ref's just like, no, no, and then watched it and obviously sent everyone off for it. <laughs> nah, we're going all, it's my ball. Game, we're in the second half. Just, I mean, the, the manager's n- not set the best. I think well, because... B- both what um, Marco Silva and Mitrovic did, just, just ridiculous. When, but I think when, when in the ref... Like, to speaking to officials like that, it's just I just think it's really poor when you know the, they should be like setting examples as role models. Like, if the ref gives the penalty, I don't think they get as frustrated, and that happens. I think it's just like, oh, well, he's handballed it. It's a penalty. Mm. It's the fact he's had to come over and watch it, and then he's watching it in slow motion, which must frustrate managers because if he's not seen it when he's ten yards away on the pitch, it's not obviously a clear and obvious error. Looking at the replay, it is quite clearly handball. A lot of people have said it wasn't on, wasn't going in, so it shouldn't have been a red card, but it clearly was going in. Yeah. And then, I think if you're Mitrovic, he's not been able to see the replay. I think if like, there should be something where, oh, that the referee could just... Marco Silva comes over and goes, what are you doing, what are you watching? He just goes, look, he's handball, like, show him the screen and say, look, he's handballed it. Um, and then even Mitrovic, like, I think players should be able to... not. Players should be able to watch it, but I mean, you see it in cricket, don't they? They like stand around and look at the big screen and watch mm. the review, and they almost kind of know when it happens. And I feel like if they showed it on a big screen somewhere and like explained, or like in NFL where the referees talk over a microphone and explain the decision, I think it'd help. But just you watch the referee go over to a screen, come back, 
and give a penalty and send William off. You've no idea. Especially Mitrovic, probably on the halfway line, not really seen it. I think the authorities probably think that by you know showing the decision that the sh- showing the incident uh, that the referee is looking at, and if they were to um, what's the word like um, give the conversation as well between the referee and the VAR official. Yeah. Um, that it would like because of how high emotions can run in football compared to other sports I think they probably think it wouldn't be the best thing but it's actually you, you know when you that's the first time I've been in the ground you know and my team's been um, helped by VAR yeah but by yeah, yeah helped by VAR um, or just involved in an incident that's required VAR really um and I think at the same time that it, it, it just it just leaves everyone confused. Like no one knows what's going on. Like you know, you, you need some sort of clarity, don't you? Yeah, I think there's pros and cons, isn't there? After the Smodic goal goes in, obviously he's celebrating like mad, absolute scenes. But until they take the kick off, you're never hundred percent sure. I thought he was onside when they played the pass. I was pretty certain he was onside just because of how well he timed the run and how. Well Gallagher, I know we give him a lot of stake. He, he, he timed his pass to perfection as well. Yeah, I just think with how sure their defenders were that he was offside, because I know two ran over to the lines and when he scored, yeah. I just thought it's going to get checked and I could just see like a fingernail or something being offside and that would just be our luck. But then as soon as he took kick off, it was almost like a second celebration. And then obviously later on in the game when they scored the, the winner, it was almost like a bit in the back of your mind like, could this be ruled out? Could this potentially be ruled out? And you shouldn't really think of it like that because you, like, although it were against us, for that goal to be wiped out because of the foul on Morton, it wouldn't have been. I don't think it would have been justice because it's an absolute screamer from a young lad to put his t- send his team to Wembley. It's almost like the dream st- story for every club in in this country. It's just unfortunate we were on the wrong end of it. Yeah. If, that, if that were Adam Watson doing yeah. it for us, I, I mean, I, I said it after the game to quite a few people. Um, you know, a lot of people have said a lot of people on Twitter during the game were saying it's like probably one of the best games all season mm. as a neutral, and it probably was. But for us, it it just seemed to it was that fast paced that just flew it, by. Didn't it? it flew by, and my, the, the pressure was like. It was unbelievable, wasn't it? It was scary. The stress. Like. Yeah, the stress of it, yeah. Um, they come back into the game with an annoying goal, really. The corner comes in. One, I think Gallagher can do better with a header. It heads it into oh, a, yeah, yeah, the header. a dangerous um, area for them. Yeah. And then I even think the, the, the attempted block's a bit lazy. It just kind of like throws a like it, doesn't it? But it's going about five yard wide. Yeah. And I think if he does that at the other end, he, he misses it. That 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 there's n- I've never seen Gal- like I've never I've never seen him like get on the end of someone's shot from edge of box and like turn it into the bottom corner for us. And like the one time he does it at the opposite end, it just bounces in bottom corner yeah. when it was going comfortably wide. It's just really unfortunate, but <clears throat> at the same time, it it could have gone anywhere. It's so it's infor- unfortunate in that sense, but at the same time, I, I've said. Like a few times after the game, why has he not headed it 
instead of heading it to the edge of the box where he, he has no idea you know there could be a Sheffield United player running in yeah um, why don't you just head it back to take and yeah and I think that's where it comes from the direction well the way the cross comes in it was probably easier to head it out to that corner yeah than it was to head it where he headed it yeah um, and obviously it gets to half time it, it, almost like 15 minutes to catch your breath and it was again flew by didn't really feel like 15 minutes some dodgy sounds coming over the soundtrack or the top I don't know what songs they were playing um, and then just after all well I'll say just after all time on the hour mark Smonich yeah it was, puts us into absolute dreamland yeah. and you genuinely think at that point like this is it we've done it because we defended pretty well and even though they, they got the first goal I think they didn't really look like score they didn't have any clear cut chances there was chances a spell weren't there where like it was it looked pretty comfortable. It, it wasn't pretty comfortable. <laughs> you, know, the, the, you know what I mean? The, the, the game was very much in our favour, I suppose. Um, you know, they, they, they weren't creating much. Um, there was a Travis incident where he played it through back to McAtee, oh, yeah, who the, probably should have scored. That was a good actually, save from Purs. That was at 1-1. That was at 1-1, yeah. Yeah. yeah but so. apart from that, I think <clears> we looked the most likely to score. We had was the Brereton double save... Before Smonich goal. Yeah. So um, that... It was just after our time. Well, well, they had a couple of chances start at first. They hit the side netting, didn't they? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Although that, that, the half the side next door were absolutely bouncing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you missed uh, that. <laughs> no one here, mate. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, the double save from, from, from uh, Fodringham, yeah. Just heartbreak. The, the, I thought we were over it. <laughs> the, there's... Um, it's funny, like, when you're... When you look back, like, because obviously like, we just talked about the stress end, like, you, you, like and because how, how fast the game was going, you, you forget things. Like, yeah. It's like, I, I watched it back because I ended up doing that an analysis piece on it for uni. It's like, hi, I'm header at 1 1 at first. Yeah, for Morton's free it's, kick. Yeah. You, yeah. You've got to score them in big yeah. games like that, haven't you? I, I completely forgot about that. No, there was. Um, I think there was one more in the first half. Yeah, we probably should have scored. Haven't got to hedges yet. Yeah, I know that was that. I think that 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 will go down as the moment for us. Yeah, but we'll we'll get on to that. So yeah, Smonich puts a two one up before the change is made. Hedges hits the inside of the post, and from where we were, we it was like the goal line was along people's heads. So it, we didn't know it had gone in and out. Yeah. It just squirms, and we're just like. You're almost waiting for it to either hit off the keeper, go to someone for a tapping, or just go in, yeah. and it somehow goes out because for a like, goal kick. You couldn't really see the whole thing. You're just kind of waiting for like the fans in front to like go jump mad up and start celebrating <laughs> yeah. or something. You know, we obviously we knew it'd hit the post, but um, but so, I think so unlucky though. The images of that squirming across the line are like Morton Gams Pedersen's header at Old Trafford. That yeah, that is, is that. the equivalent. Yeah, it is that moment, isn't it? It's just. Mm. Like a, a, a layer of pain off going to Wembley. I, I kind of like, I worried that like in the seconds after I was like, oh, that's going to be, that, well, well, not, it's going to break, that could be. The, yeah. And the as soon as I hit the pause, I thought, we're not winning today. Mm. It, it reminded me of uh, Jordan Rhodes against Burnley, where he goes through one on one, hits the pause, yeah. and everyone turns around and thinks, that oh, should dear. happen. That's, yeah. that's, that's us getting beat today. Mm. So. JDT makes some changes. He's got a lot of stick for them changes. Do you feel 
Are the right changes to make? Are they too soon? Like, what were your thoughts on it at the time? I think <clears throat> it's it's really tough one. You, you can see where he's coming from. You really can because he was only trying to defend the lead, but Wharton hadn't played since West Brom away in mid February. Yeah, you know, and to come into a game like that is a huge ask. Um, and it's it's backfired. There's, there's no two ways about it. Um, for, for me, I, like when I was doing that analysis piece, like were Wharton in uh, the build up to the equaliser, yeah, at Bernie, like you know, shoots cross goal, and you can see Wharton almost he's marking sharp at the back stick, but he's in two minds whether to go and block the back post, so. whether to keep blocking sharp or for whether to clear the, the shot um, I think that indecisiveness comes from like, you know being kind of like thrust into a game like that and uh, having not played for so long as well yeah I think a lot of people like gone say we shouldn't have gone five at the back or but we played five at the back all game mm. Hedges was the floating wing back that so out of possession we had five at the back in possession we had <clears throat> four at the back yeah Um once it got to the 80th minute when he made the changes I don't think Diaz can keep coming back and doing the left back run I think is a if you're 2 on up is the the out ball to have on the halfway line because he'll bring it down run into the channel keep hold of the ball win a free kick win a throw in I don't think you get that same game management from Gallagher or... I think Gallagher's shown himself to be very naive in those situations over the years as well yeah pressing at home <laughs> the one that everyone remembers mm. um, I mean the se- the second goal the equaliser for them I just think it's a bit of individual brilliance from McBurney a couple of lucky bounces off shins and Purs maybe on another day could have pushed it wide it squirms under his hand but I still think it's a good turn from McBurney and a good finish it's right it's right in the side netting isn't it it's yeah. like <clears throat> almost hitting the foot of the post it's like it's a, it's a top finish but the way it gets through to him like yeah, I think so, Britain should have done more in the corner to stop the ball getting into yeah, Bernie. Maybe, yeah. Um, you still do. How has that got through? Yeah. Right. Yep. You kind of like a fair play. It's a, it's, he's done well to from that angle to get it in from there, but it's like, how's it got through? Yeah, why always us? <laughs> um, and then we go on to the Tommy Doyle screamer, which unfortunately we were right in line with. Yeah. And yeah. We, as soon as he hit it, I knew it was in. Just waiting for them to go absolutely mad. Before that, before he took the shot, Morton goes down on the halfway line from... I think we were attacking at the time, weren't we? The ball gets cleared, and it's one of them clearances where it looks like it's going out for a throwing, but it yeah, actually like, bends back in. But yeah, yeah. But for me, in the 90th <clears> minute, he just volleyed that back into the box or into the channel. He, he like let it bounce once, and I thought he's still got to me, time. Just like do anything other than what he did. Yeah. Um, so he let it bounce bounce once. I thought, right, he's still got a bit of time because then Jack and Dad were like still in the middle of the pit, jogging across. I thought, right, just get it under it into the channel. Let's it bounce again. I thought, right, right, I'm yeah. ass is squeaking a bit. Just calm down. <laughs> just, I'd rather him. I'd rather him scream it into one of Sheffield United fans on front row lets it bounce again brings it under control and like holds it up like he's in the corner and then and yeah tickles his eyelash or whatever he does 
and he doesn't go down at first. He he like holds his face, and at that point, I still think you can top up the ball out of play. He's literally right next to the ball, and it just yeah. just get any throw yourself out. You know where yeah. it is. So, like, but at that point, he's still got hold of Enjai because he's holding him off. Just just keep hold of him. Just grab his shirt, grab his... You just have to give a foul away. Grab his nipples, do anything. Just do not let him get away from you. He eventually goes down because I think he thinks that's going to help his case with VAR. But obviously he's cost us another game this season. And... I mean, I'd, I'd to me, looking back, Chad's pre-war. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm about to go off. <laughs> no, um, looking back on it, it's embarrassing. There's, there's no other. I don't know how description for it really. I don't know how the rest of the players look him in the eye after that. Well, if you've like put like well, the other way around, how he looks at. Uh, well, yeah, around. but. Getting into the change because obviously you got subbed off straight after that. You go into the change room after the game. I just, I don't know how you look at him or speak to him on court. Or I just don't. I, if you've put everything on the mm. line to try and win that game, there's players coming off that have played like ninety five minutes that are knackered. Like we had a tough run in the league, a really good run in the league, but some tough games, some big results, and like you, you were five minutes away from extra time, and if you'd have just kicked it into the channel would have been going into extra time against a team that were tiring and like we had the better off better off for the most of the game and I just think like so what do you say up until that point he had a, a decent game really probably one of his better games I think like the, 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 the role he played in the I thought Sander Berg the had the goal. best game I've seen him play because he had all the time at work whereas like when we played him in the league against and Buckley were playing midfield, he didn't get a sniff and he, mm-hmm. they, they were, he like buried off the pitch and everyone was slagging him on Twitter. Yeah, well, that was... In in the build-up, a lot of the talk was about that midfield battle, weren't it, and how Buckley weren't going to be... Obviously, Buckley was injured, he weren't available um, for the quarter-final. And you know, it was probably that difference that, um, that resulted in a different outcome, but... <sighs> Live and learn from it. Yeah. Live and learn. I mean, you'll go back to Liverpool and go out on loan to someone else next year and forget all about it. But for us, we'll just always remember that image of him falling to the floor holding his eye. And that's that's what, when I was picking my team and I think like playing Garrett and Wharton, players who'd know what it means and how much it means to us, I just think that one. I don't know. Swings them round about, isn't it? It's like hindsight's a wonderful thing. How bad were it when they were playing Case Ross or all of it? See, I think like if you win an FA Cup quarter final, you need the tannoy to get your atmosphere going. You, you should be banned from the FA Cup semi. <laughs> That's shocking. That they're, they're, I thought their atmosphere was, was stinking. Yeah, all yeah, day. They, it was really poor. I thought. Yeah. Um, but like, and then the, the they said over the tannoy something about. Ryan Reynolds, this is what a, a real atmosphere. Uh, he said something about Ryan Reynolds as turn. I thought, what? what is he on about? Like, yeah. What's that got to do? Like, you're in an FA Cup semi final. What yeah. have you got to do with Wrexham? Like, you won't play him for at least another four years. Like, just chill out. So, coach home was heartbreaking. Just frustrating. A lot of day trippers on bus still singing. That was a few weird. But. I mean, FA Cup quarter final, they've got to be happy with it. 
if we'd have drawn, if we'd have got Burnley's draw, City away and got beat 5 0, we'd have been looking at it in the positive way. It's just the fact that we were so close to mm. booking our place that it, it hurts even more. But I'd rather be in a position where you're 2 1 up with half an hour to go, living the dream, than be 5 0 down with 20 minutes to go and think, oh, get back to the moon underwater. <laughs> Right, so moving on from the FA Cup, we are going back to club matters. So the biggest one that's happened in the last ten or so days since we played, the allocation for Burnley at home for their fans has been announced. Yeah, mm-hmm. two thousand tickets plus two hundred and fifty hospitality tickets. Yeah, it's caused an outrage, really, <laughs> hasn't it? Uh, down the N sixty five. And, and I said straight away that the people, the only reason they're outraged is because they will miss out on tickets, and it's the first time ever that some of their fans have missed out on tickets. Because we we have to miss out on tickets for that game every year. Yeah. And mm. usually we play them first in like October time away, where you only have two or three away games to get your stubs in before you can qualify for a ticket. We usually sell out pretty well at them games, and to make sure you qualify. I don't know how. I mean, there's been a lot said about their loyalty points system where I think you needed 6,000 loyalty points to qualify for it. 5,000 people. For yeah, qualify it's for the ballot. 5,000 people qualify for that criteria and only 2,000 tickets are available. So you could have been the person with the most loyalty points ever and still had to go in a ballot yeah, with someone that, who just got 5,000. Yeah, that, that wouldn't sit right with me. Um, no. To me, it should work off more loyalty, more loyalty points. Go first. Get first dibs, yeah. surely. If, if, if you've been to the most... If you're a season ticket holder, you've been to the most way games. You get first dibs. Surely. Yeah. Um, unless... I, don't, I mean, I say, like, they might have put in that allocation, like, or, like, said that you need 6,000 points and that obviously held 5,000 Burnley fans' account thinking that they were going to get 5,000 tickets so they qualify, but obviously they'd, they've not got that allocation. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Um, it's a good t- thing. It benefits the team. It also puts the ball in Burnley's court now for future games. We can't keep having this relationship where they give us 2,300 and we give them 6,000 every year. We can't. It can't keep happening like that. No. I know our ground isn't at full capacity, but I think, given the results going up to the Burnley game, without the upper tiers being used in the Blackburn Darwin end, we could quite easily sell twenty five thousand tickets for that game. If Rovers continue the form they're in before the international break and say we're, you know, say we need to win that night to secure playoffs, something like that. Yeah, we could probably sell twenty k at least. I think. Yeah, and then obviously there are two on the other side. I think you'd. They'll open. They'll open one half of the Darwin end up to home fans <coughs> for that game. Whether it be like cheaper prices to be in the Darwin end, I don't know. Again, it makes more space for home fans. It increases the cost of, uh, decreases the cost of policing and stuff. There's less of them outside. A lot of chat about them being in the home end and stuff. That's just not going to happen at all. And uh, I was saying to lads in group chat, like, like getting them involved, getting them involved with limbs when we go one nil, pulling them up. Get in! Um, yeah, it's just not gonna happen. Um, but 
yeah, like I said, we can't keep having this relationship where they they'd never miss out, and we have to miss out. It's just it, it's unfair. What do you think? Oh, I, I've seen a few of their fans saying, um, you know, we can only give it that amount because we have season ticket holders on the other side. Well, you should have thought about that before you sold season tickets. In that, yeah, but they've, not, they've not sold out on season tickets, so they could move them move them. them season ticket holders to other spaces in the like when. Obviously, Rovers fans have fans in the Riverside, and they have to move if the Riverside's closed for a game or whatever. That, that's that's life, unfortunately. You, right, you you buy a season ticket, but for the derby, you have to move seats. Like, is that is that yeah. such a big deal? Like, if I don't know, I don't know what the answer is, but the like I said, there were a, a massive um, article they put on yesterday that I read on one of the fan websites and it was like massive massive article I read it all the way through and I was just like laughing at him because he said he's been every game this season season ticket holder quali- uh, been to all the way games mm. qualified for the ballot and then at the end of it I won't be at Ewood I didn't quali- I didn't- I got an e- oh he got an email saying that he'd successful he can contact oh, yeah, and get his ticket right. rang up said he'd been sent to the wrong person and then he got an email through saying he was unsuccessful in the ballot so I guarantee you, if it had got a ticket, he would not have posted that article. It's only because he's not got a ticket that he's upset and fuming that he's missed out. And he's like, this is the first Blackman game I've missed for so many years. Tough luck. We have fans that miss out on Burnley Way every time we play you because you only give us half of the shed <laughs> like with a tent outside who will cut pouring cans into horse hooves and serving it to you. <laughs> horse hooves. <laughs> Um. So yeah, it's it's their own fault. Um. And a lot of people saying it's the redemption arc. A Steve Waggett, but no, we'll we'll get onto that. Yeah, Rob won't be uh, <laughs> because the next thing Rob won't be mentioning any, anything of the sort. <laughs> the next thing they're talking about is season ticket prices because on Monday, Monday. last Friday. Think it well, yeah. Last Friday, so last Friday, I don't think it was this week. Chris Martin yeah. sent us a message in the group chat and said, "Why am I allowed to renew my season ticket? Like nothing's been announced yet." Mm. So I logged onto the Rovers website and saw that I could renew my season ticket, and then looked at the price of three hundred and seventy-nine pound for the early bird price. One, it's cheaper than this year, so yeah, I appreciate the the discount. Two, I still don't think it's enough. And then three, and we'll get on to this. Um, so there's once they announced the actual season tickets were out and they, they laid out the structures and the tiers for each one. So you've got 379 up until the 6th of May, which is the day before Millwall away. Um, yeah, yeah, because Millwall away is on the 8th, isn't it? Eight, so, the 8th, because yeah. of the coronation. So a couple of days before the end of the season, so where we know we'll be like where we'll finish. Well, hopefully we might secure the playoff place by then, but like if we're seventh, say for example, then it's gonna go up if you wait till after the Millwall game. Right? And then it's gonna be four hundred and twenty nine pounds up till the twenty sixth of May, with the playoff final being on the Saturday the twenty seventh. So mm. 
You can see what they're doing. <laughs> but I think if you get to the playoff final and you win and get promotion to Premier League, that so I met I messaged um I can't think what's the length Telegraph guy reporter called Rich Sharp. Rich Sharp. So I tweeted Rich Sharp saying, "Do you think are we facing an increase if we get promoted through the playoffs?" And he said, "I expect the pre a premium price for Premier League football." I'm the complete opposite. Once you've got that money in from the Premier League, there is no excuse to charge more money. Mm. One, it's four less games a season. <laughs> Two, you're going to win a lot less games. <laughs> and three, you don't need the revenue. The revenue is already there, so you can decrease the prices, get as many people in as possible. Say if you made it 300 quid a season ticket in the Premier League, people will buy that season ticket just for... Man United, Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea at home. And even if they don't come to every game... as well, what you've got to think about those games is as well, how much money are you going to make from away fans? Because you yeah. know all of them are going to sell out. Yeah. Even like clubs like Everton and Newcastle that yeah. sell out every time they come down to Ewood, that like you're more or less guaranteed at least 4,000 from 18 of the clubs in the Premier League if we do go up. Keep having to remind myself that it's if we do because I'm like getting excited for Chloe. <laughs> so, if it were this price, like the early bird price, three seven nine, if that was this season, like the standard price, we would be the eighth most expensive in the championship this year. So this is Blackman Rovers' offer. Mm. I still don't think that's good enough as a club, and as a club that's been ridiculed for its attendance and. Like percentage of stadium capacity, whatever I think we're like, what are we just over thirty percent? Average is like thirteen k yeah. something. Um, I saw a um, what is it, a table the other day that showed that behind Burnley we are like, like based on population. Yeah, we are the club that has the most amount of the population attending home games. Which yeah, so like a popular um, a poly. Graph, yeah, yeah, chart. So, like the five nearest clubs to us, so it drew like a little pentagon, and then the population from inside that area. We have like nine percent of that population come to support us. Good. Yeah, it is good, and obviously Burnley have like I think it's just a little bit more in it. Like, so the, the, it on, spreads all the way out to Yorkshire, doesn't it? On the table I saw, um, it was only Burnley that was about in it, and there weren't that much in it because no. um, they have a higher. I mean, they they you like look at the the towns and cities to the east before like um you got like Skipton, Barley, um Barnoldswick, like all them don't have a don't have yeah. Like the probably nearest club after that is Bradford, Leeds, Harrogate. Yeah. <laughs> like they don't really have like whereas like to the east of us we've got Burnley and um Stanley. Stanley, yeah. So um the eighth most expensive in the championship. Don't really think that's good enough. I don't really like the fact that the Riverside's still just as expensive as the Blackburn and Darwin. And we've talked about it before being not as good as an experience for fans to, to sit in there. All of the people that sit in there swear by it, but when you look at facilities available, I don't think it's. I don't think it should deal. be as expensive as Blackburn. No. Not for me. Um. The way I'm looking at it at the minute is it's positive that it's quite a bit cheaper 
Oh, it's fifty quid, three seven nine, four two nine one. It's yeah. fifty quid cheaper, so that's positive. And if we do go up, and we're paying three seven nine for Premier League football, that's still, that. still twenty pound a game. For Premier League football, I know. Yeah, Um, a lot of Rovers fans are like, so I don't mind like genuine discussion and genuine debate, but like people complain about the prices and people like, oh my god, if it were two hundred quid, people would still complain. I don't think they. How do you know? How do you know that people will complain about two hundred quid? We've never had it. We've never had affordable football for years. So when? How do you know that? I like to be like. Well, it were a t- it were a tenner against Reading, and no one came on. Yeah, because it were a Tuesday night on Sky, freezing against the worst team in the league. How could you complain if it was two hundred quid? You, you couldn't. But but like we're not willing to try it. Like we need to, even if it's just for a season. Like take the loss and just. So we'll get onto this when we after we talk about the championship results, the the dozen sports EFL offer. Um, I think. One, we might not potentially reach our revenue targets if we decrease the prices, but we'll be there or thereabouts because of the increase in footfall coming onto the ground. Yeah. If if we'd have done it this season and got like 18,000 on regularly, if we'd have had a season that we've had with them fans on, even if you put it up to 250 or 300, say, I think you... You, main, you maintain majority of them because of how well this season's gone. Yeah, how many home games have won, where we are in the league, um, amount of academy um, yeah. graduates that are in the team, um, how well John Dahl's done, considering it's his first season managing, all those things. It had, the, the, we, we were on a bit of a downer after what happened with O'Brien. Um and some of the performances away from home haven't been great. But I think overall, so far, you've got to be really pleased with the season we've had. Yeah, I think. Yeah, anyway. 100%. Um, but I just think at this price range, it's hard to get people in who don't already have a season ticket or haven't been this season. I just can't. I can't see how... If you've not been for years, you think, you know what, this offer at that, like, this 400 quid, especially this, like, the current times we're living in, just getting shafted. Um, you just think, oh, yeah, I'm going to drop 400 quid and I'm going to go next season. Especially not knowing where we're going to be. I, I know what you mean, like, obviously more people will turn up because if we do get into the Prem, because... You, something we haven't mentioned is the amount of games we've been on Sky for. Yeah. Um, you know, if it... If that carries on, I mean, Premier League, you can guarantee there'll be at least a few of our home games, probably at the start of the season, because like, yeah, Blackman's back, you know. Yeah. Um, well, there'll be Super Sunday or Friday Night Football. Or, you've got the Burnley at home game, is one. United will always be a TV just, game. Yeah. Um, City, City we're always on BT Sport and play City. All those, like, Northwest yeah. games against the big clubs. <clears throat> Even Everton will probably be, and then it'll be like a random Sunday we play Fulham away at twelve o'clock. <laughs> so Everton like probably like Arsenal on a Saturday. Yeah, it's uh, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, and that's another thing as well. So we mentioned about the TV. So we spoke about the final five offer when it was introduced, 
It was £100 for the last five games of the season. So we've had so far who we played in the... So the Reading game, was that included? No. No, because that was our... Was that an R6 to last up? When was the first? Is it not the, not the next five? So we've got... Norwich, Burnley, Norwich. Coventry, Hull, Luton. Luton, yeah, that's right. it, it? So you've got Norwich, which is... That's Saturday. 20. Oh, it's Good, uh, good Friday. Good Friday. Good, Easter Monday. Yeah. Is it yeah, one? No, no, Good Friday, Good Friday. Good Friday. It's so it's... Way, Easter Monday. Yeah. So it's 20 quid for Norwich, right? You've got Hull... On the Saturday night, which is now £15. Saturday night football, hey. <laughs> You've got Coventry, which has been announced at £20. So we're up to now 55 It's going to be 30 for Burnley at home, because that's what they charge the away fans. So we know it's going to be 30 for us in the Blackburn yeah. end. So that's you up to 85 So if the last game of the season, Luton game, is any less than £15, you could have saved money by not getting the final five offer. If it's £20, you've saved a fiver. If it's £25, which I think will be the highest it could possibly be, you've saved a tenner by buying the final five offer. Mm-hmm. Which, to me, makes it not an offer at all. <laughs> and I said this at the time, 20 is plenty. Five, £100 for five games is not a good offer. I know the Burnley game's in there, but it is a choosing what, act. should it so. be? 80? I'd, I'd, say, like, I'd say 60 quid. I say you, you you pay your premium right, for Burnley, right? So that's thirty quid, and then well seventy, yeah, ten ten for the rest of the games. I think that'd be fair. But I mean, it to be potentially so the Luton game, it would have to be like forty quid for it to be a genuine offer, like saving twenty quid on them games, which like it's never going to be that. I know, like we've got a lot to play for that game, but. I mean, if it had been realistic, if Rovers offer more than if Rovers release tickets at more than twenty quid, then we're still gonna have not many people on there. I think it could become a problem if Rovers want that last home game to be a bump. Say if you know we're in a situation which we think we're gonna be in, of, yeah, you know, trying to secure the playoffs. Operation Fillywood, tenner a <laughs> ticket, and then yeah, it's cost you money if, to go in the final five. If that is a situation we find ourselves in, then. <sighs> said this when it got announced it's a, I mean they have got an advertisement up on the Rovers website for a new marketing manager and I'm not being funny <laughs> I am the man for the job but they want to pay me and I'll just do it I'll just do it and I'll fix it I'll fix all the problems free time, no, no <laughs> right so and that is all for club matters unless you've anything to add do you know anything I don't think so no do you have What did he say? I know, yeah. I heard, so I went to a party on Saturday night and there was someone there who gets his hair cut by the same barber as Ben Brereton Diaz. And he said there was contract news coming this week and I thought he meant Diaz was signing a new contract. But after this morning, it's just it's signing right. Villarreal. Right. Um, so he didn't actually, he just like winked at me and said he has been talking about a contract recently and he has signed a contract somewhere and I thought oh that means he must be staying but he must be going to Villarreal Um, that barber's going to get his head chopped off (laughs) (laughs) right so championship results obviously we didn't play because we're in the FA Cup so Swansea 2 Bristol City 0 absolute mid table off (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, Blackpool won Coventry four. You reported on that. You went to that, didn't you? Reported on it. Yeah, yeah. I, I did some uh, commentary for um, uni. Uh, got the grade back on that this morning. But first class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How was it at Blackpool? Was it good? Um, it cold. Where is the commentary no, box? It, it's right in the middle of the away end. So you've got like like when we went, it, it's like where the segregation one, is in yeah, the middle. Yeah. What one half. Like goes in at one side, the other yeah, goes yeah. in at the other. When it's when it's sold over so many anyway. Um, so did you walk along the, in front of the away fans, or did you climb up the back? So you're like, it, where you go in, you go in where, like, with the left side of the away. Like, say you sat in the middle of the stand, yeah. where the left side of the away fans go in. You go in like you walk through the concourse, <laughs> and walk like and <laughs> walk like along the bottom of the stand, then up to the press area. Yeah, and like it's just yeah, they're freezing. Rebuild, not not really. No, it was it was alright, but they need to like that's rebuild that stand really. Because when you compare it to like facilities at Ewood and Deepdale and Turf Moor as well, um, yeah, it's yeah, they could do an upgrade, couldn't they? Like because obviously they brought four thousand and and they're trying to record some commentary, and it's like. Victor Joker, yeah, we joining in. (laughs) Sign on, Victor. When we went in August, like there there were people that had tickets in one side that that had mates in the other, and they were trying to get across, and it it was just chaos because like the people like running like along like the press bit, and it just because for some reason the stewards like they had netting on like the last two like seats on. I, on either side, but the, that they got rid of that for some reason, so they just allowed them to like, stand just to on make the, it easier the end of the rows, and like there was just chaos, people out like, running all over the place. So, like, but yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, Blackpool were shit. Like, they're, they're they're going down. Yeah. I, I, I'd be surprised if they if they stay up. To be honest, Coventry, do you think they'll sneak playoffs? They could. They, they played. They were all right, but I, you can't really, it's hard to tell whether they're good or yeah, Blackpool. Yeah, 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 a bit like last night, like you couldn't tell if Scotland were good or Spain were just awful. I suppose one thing you could say in Blackpool's defence was that they were a bit unfortunate that Jokeres weren't sent off yeah. early on. Did, did you see what he did? I think it was just like a tussle. I know he, like, yeah. he technically punches him, but McCarthy it's almost a bit like... Post-match press conference about it's, it. It's a bit like, get off me, what are you doing, mm. like pushing him away. I, don't, I, I thought it would have been a harsh red card mm. like by the letter of the law it is a red card but I just think that's football in it like he was grabbing onto you just like, like shrug him off like I love you Jokeres please <laughs> sign Mills were four Preston nil Mills were flying I can see them catching Sheffield United especially with one eye on their semi-final Millwall nil Huddersfield one class result for us and I said Millwall will flirt with the playoffs and just Drop out eventually, and yeah, I think, hopefully. I don't. I think Coventry will replace them in top six. Keep your eye on Hill, Birmingham one. Keep your eye on Freefall. Reading one, Hull one. Just not interested in that. Another mid off. Rotherham nil, Cardiff one. Which oh, it got abandoned. That didn't it? Do you see that? Yeah, some oh. of the scene, <laughs> some of the videos, oh. like the the um, grounds were like sweeping the water back onto. The- <laughs> <laughs> but like, surely the manager's not told him to do that. What do you think he has? Do you think he's right, right, we'll, right? We'll try and get this cold off. 
I don't know. I just, I'd rather a missing players through injury or something. I'm not sure. I've, uh, I, I don't know, but it, just a crazy situation, really. Cause it's um, going to be tough now for Cardiff to go back on a midweek, like travel all that way. Definitely, yeah. And especially like the mentality of it, like you've, you're going to put a good first half performance in, one up at a tough place to go, and having to go back kind of midweek and try and get back to that. Do, do you think, have they decided how they're going to resume it? Are they going to resume it 1-0 up and play one half or? I'm not sure. Um, but to me now, that's just got Rotherham 1-0 late winner yeah. you know, written all over it. Yeah, with the grounds and <laughs> grounds and the back poles. <laughs> get in! Grousewood, yeah! <laughs> Um, Stoke nil, Norwich nil could be a good point for Norwich it looks like a good result for us but it could be a crucial point for Norwich because obviously Stoke's a very tough place to go to now Sunderland 1, Luton 1 another good point for us um, or a good result for us, sorry Luton dropping points and then Watford 1 Wigan 1 which is a very good result for us because Wigan are obviously down there you'd expect most playoff rivals to beat Wigan at home I know we didn't but um Especially the fact that they're not getting paid at the minute, you think that, that like I, I don't like to see that players down tools and stuff, but it must mm. be hard at yeah, definitely like, no. getting into that. Um, and then that was it. Obviously, the other teams involved in the FA Cup did not play. So one last thing to talk about. It's been mentioned tonight about um, DAZN Sports have made an offer to show all EFL games. Um, which would get rid of the 3pm football blackout it's, in the UK. Is it not Dazone? Is that how you say it? Dazon? Diz- I don't know. Dazone, I bet. Is that how you say it? I think so, Or is yeah. it eh? I've, I've heard a few people say it like that, so I, I, I just <laughs> call it Dazone. Right? Santana. Satanta. <laughs> Stanana. Sun, shook, my can, my room. Shukinakimura. Shukinakimura, you double. Um... A lot of people have had a lot to say about it, obviously. It's a very controversial thing in football. What are your thoughts on it before I go into mine? I think I've, I think mine are pretty much the same as yours. If it, if it leads to affordable ticket prices, um, I think it can only be a good but. There's just that worry that um, one people wouldn't go anywhere and they just watch it on, like, say they just subscribe to the zone. Like I think in America it's like ten dollars a month. If you had something similar over here, it was like ten quid a month for EFL. That would just that would just be the death of it to me. But and then there's a the thing of would clubs see the money that they get from that TV deal with them as the new standard for income and then get greedy with ticket money on top of that yeah, and still charge 20, 30 quid. See, that's why I think there has to be like deals in place where... So basically the money, I think like the, the bid is like 200 million. So the money should be distributed so that every club is sustainable and can pay legitimate wages without needing to sell a single ticket for a single game. And then that's when your cheaper ticket prices come in because every, every penny you get after that is just a bonus and it shouldn't be used as um, extra money or to pay higher wages your ticket revenue. It should simply be used as a, a bonus. Like that's 
Yeah. And like, we, like fans are sick of being fleeced. So people say, like, oh, it'll stop football fans from going. Football fans aren't going now. League two attendances are awful. Championship attendances are awful. And the simple being is, is that we're being priced out of football. Like, there's no other reason for it. People say, like, oh, they're not interested in football anymore. That's, there's a paywall for football now. Um, and it's the same for most sports. Like I said about City early in the semi-final, sixty-five quid a ticket for an FA Cup semi-final, and it it'll take <clears throat> it'll just take one of these games or one of these high-profile Premier League games to just have no one there. It'll only take one, and then it'll all come tumbling because football played in it. We saw it in the COVID season. Football behind closed doors is awful. Mm. Football without fans is awful to watch. I don't like. No one has any memories of the. The COVID season, or the COVID FA Cup games, or the Champions League final—like it, it were, it were rubbish. So there has to be a deal in place where one every club gets like a set amount spent on wages. I don't want it to be a salary cap, but that deal should cover a twenty-three man squad for every club at a average wage cost. So you said the average wage in League Two is a thousand pound a week. So for twenty-three players. It's £23,000 a week. Over the year, they get that much amount of money for all 24 clubs in the league. And obviously that'll be worked out. I'm just using rough figures. Um, And that'll go up and down every division. It stops things that's happening like that's happened to Wigan, that's potentially happened to Huddersfield, that's happened to other League 1 and League 2 clubs. Like look at Rochdale, bottom of League 2 now, and stop things like that happening to them. And I just think... It there's so many benefits. I don't. I, a lot of people have been negative about it. I don't see one con to it at all. Like you look at the League One tickets this weekend. So someone's shown like the the ticket prices. I think like the top eight teams, no one's got a cheaper ticket this weekend than twenty seven quid. And that's for mm. League One football. Like for for twenty seven quid, you can fly to Italy and watch it Inter Milan at San Siro, or you can get a home ticket for. Bolton Wanderers or Shrewsbury mm. or whatever. Like something needs to change and this could be the this could be the start of that change, hopefully. I mean it would never stop me from going just because it's on the I mean it's on the telly now midweek. I know a lot of people would rather stay in the pub than like watch it on the red button and go down to games, but again that comes back to how expensive it was just to get down there, like with your car parking and I mean Ewood Park's not the most accessible, is it? So I just think if realistically championship ten pound a ticket most league one and league two five a ticket and mm. people just go on. We see it in German football. That's that's the model we want to aim for in it. Every ground sold out. Mm. If this comes in, there will be no excuse for that. Mm. Right. Anything else to add? I think so. No. Must win this weekend. A lot of big games yeah. in the championship this weekend. Watford, Luton, dinner time Saturday. Yeah, Preston. Preston Blackpool, dinner time yeah. Saturday. A lot of playoff. Cardiff, Swansea. Yeah. Not bad about that. Yeah, well, absolutely awful game. Still derby, rather than what? <laughs> put, let the fans fight over wins. <laughs> Who wins gets three points. Um, there's a lot of playoff uh, contenders. Battling against each other this weekend. I'll just check the fixtures before we finish. Um, like we've out the top, wherever we are. Probably say we've got the 
the nicest fixtures? I think by Easter Monday night, I think we'll know where all of us are going to be. For, you know, we're say like a 90% certainty. Yeah. Um, I, I think we're all, I think most people are pretty confident that we're going to finish top six, but I think these next three results, I mean, that Norwich game, that's... That's the big one, isn't it? Yeah, that's... Hopefully there'll be a big gate on for that. Just, um, we, we could do with the results going in the big games this weekend, going our way and us beating Birmingham. If we beat Birmingham, Watford beat Luton, Millwall get beat off who they're playing, Norwich get beat off who they're playing, that's that'd be a huge weekend for us going into the Easter weekend. So, <clears throat> anything else to add? That was done. Thanks, so, yeah. <laughs> Okie dokie, so we've had our break now. We'll be back on. We'll be back next week. There's only Birmingham to talk about. We'll be yeah, back before the big next week. Easter um, weekend, won't we? Then we'll have the double header after the Easter weekend. Yeah, well, don't know what we're going to do about that because I'll be on holiday, but going away on. Choose the eleventh the day after Huddersfield r- r- rocking up to airport after Huddersfield away absolutely steaming. I'll do it over teams. Right, right. Cheers. Right. See you in a bit. See you in a bit. Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.